in episode 139. And I put it on for her and I walked out and she saw it. She was like stunned. Not because I, I'm not a gorgeous lady. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was stunned. She's like, I've never seen that dress. It, you know, I may like to dress up, but I know who I am. And so I'm fairly confident in that. Now, cross-dressing, on the other hand, it's a difficult topic because of the mixed messages or the lack of communication that we have. How would you try and find a solution for that? I don't know. I would definitely, well, I don't know. I don't know how I'd fix that. I mean, I would just tell them I am who I am. I'm Just because I'm wearing a dress doesn't mean I'm any different. Mm-hmm. I may act a little slightly different, but I'm, I'm no one different. Now that's Stephanie O, a 40-something-year-old cross-dresser living in Atlanta, Georgia, who comes on the Cross Yas podcast to share her story. Stephanie talks a lot about the relationship she has with her wife in my Curious conversation with her, and how although they're not necessarily the best communicators, they're making their relationship work for them. If you found those intro clips intriguing, well, stay tuned. We've got plenty more Stephanie O here on the Cross Yas podcast. So... You ready for Stephanie? Yes! Yes, yes, yes! Yes, 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 yes! Cross Yes Podcast. Which is Elm here, so. Yes! Yes! Yes, 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 yes! Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Cross Yas Podcast. The podcast that still says yas to everything related to cross dressing, sexuality, and gender. Howdy. I'm your host, Giselle Mirasol. I consider myself gender fluid, I occasionally cross-dress, and I will be your guide into this wonderful bitchin' world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender. Hype me up, keep me going, by sending me money to the crossyaspodcast.com website, and click on either the Patreon links to enjoy bonus extra content, or do a one-time donation to our Ko-Fi, coffee, whatever. It's a button on the sidebar where you can chip in a measly, teeny-weeny amount of $3, or more which we're uh, highly suggesting you give more. Please don't make me beg. But you know I will. Either way, go to the crossyaspodcast.com website, go to the sidebar, click on the Ko-Fi link, coffee link, and click that donation link to tip as low as $3 to show your appreciation for what this podcast has done for you. Also available on the website is the link to our Cross Yas confidential Discord where you can chat with me, Stephanie, and other wonderful Cross Yas listeners for extra added support. And finally, if you enjoyed Stephanie O's story and have your own personal story that's cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender-related, but you're too afraid to tell me because you're like, come on, Giselle, tell me the truth. You're telling me someone wants to actually hear my story? Well, duh. Have you heard this podcast before? You should know the answer by now. The answer is obviously aloud. Frickin' yes! People do want to hear your story. So let's get you talking about yourself. Hit me up, Giselle, at crossyaspodcast.com, DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or chat me up on Discord, rochi underscore mochi pound 7325. Can't wait to hear from you. Happy October. It's just about Halloween, and, well, it's that time of year where we celebrate mankind of honor, scaring the living crap out of each other. And what's scarier than dealing with relationship issues? <laughs> Spooky, huh? Oh, that's terrifying. Back at you, Cross Yas listener, with another Curious conversation, and this time I speak with Stephanie O, a crossdresser from Atlanta, Georgia, who frequents the Cross Yas confidential Discord and is better known there as the other Stephanie. 
Stephanie actually reached out to me probably in July of this year, but we couldn't just find the right time to chat. It wasn't until early September when we did record this conversation, and I was so glad I got to talk to her, because this curious conversation we had was an open and honest look into the relationship Stephanie has with her wife. We touch on the topic of religion, the internal struggles Stephanie has in being herself, going out in public, and a whole lot more. I offer my own two cents on what I think can be done to alleviate her problems being Stephanie, but only time will tell if that advice helps. What I do know is that this curious conversation is an insightful look into one person's gender identity struggles, and I'm sure you, the cross Yas listener, will probably relate somehow to Stephanie's story. If you're not so easily scared about relationship issues, well, continue. If you dare. <laughs> so scary, I hate that. Just kidding, it's not that scary. And I know you're going to love my curious conversation with Stephanie O, just as much as I did. With no further ado, here's my curious conversation with Stephanie O. Happy Halloween, and happy listening. Well, uh, welcome, Stephanie, to the Cross Yas podcast. How are you, girl? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you very much. I'm just very excited about this. I wanted to share something about me that... I'm in his own. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Stephanie. Why are you here on the podcast? What brings you here? Yeah, definitely. So I found your podcast probably near the beginning when you first started posting and I found it because I was looking for something that kind of I connected with and uh, free to be her or free to be she was out there. It just seemed to radio disc jockey type and it just didn't i didn't connect with it mm-hmm. and every time i would search i would always find a christian-based podcast talking about it and i mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, did not need to you know i while i am a christian and you know i'm proud to say that i don't believe most christians really understand it so they try to quote Bible quotes verses and try and I I would say they try to shame me but I I don't I I don't shame too easily (laughs) personally but nice uh, (laughs) (laughs) so I mean it's just this podcast and over the past year and a half two years almost I think uh, I've just I've really enjoyed many of the, the podcasts and the interviews and I've enjoyed the Discord, even though Discord is, I wouldn't say new to me, it's just, it's a new, it's another internet-based tool that I have to check myself before I go overboard. True. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, so. tell us about you, though. Are you, uh, oh, yeah, how definitely. do you identify trans, cross-dressing, you know, that whole spiel? What's, the, what's that about? Uh, I think I mostly identify as a cross-dresser. I've thought about a lot of the conversations that have been going on and cross-dresser is probably the closest I get. Now, a little bit of, you know, background is I'm, let's see, I'm originally from St. Louis. I moved down here to Atlanta around 10 or 11. I kind of started dressing, stealing clothes. Um, I didn't have any kind of money. My parents didn't have a lot of money. So 
I had to be inventive. I had to borrow my sister's or my mother's clothing. And just, you know, once I started driving, I was like, my, the world is my oyster. Five finger discounts were heavily leaned upon. I went to kind of after high school, I started really digging into it because um, the internet, simple as that. It's funny, we, you know, we all talk about that one moment in life where we we make a decision on which path we take. And um, I took, I made a decision and luckily something else came up and that decision was taken out of my hands. And I, and I thank God every day for that because uh, I met my wife, you know, we got married we have a kid. Otherwise, I would be, um, I, I don't know where I would be right now today without my wife. She, she's, while she's frustrating, she, she's the reason for me being who I am today. Despite the issues that we face with communications and, you know, with my cross-dressing, it's just, there's there's no one better in my life than her, honestly. And so the moment in your life that changed it was meeting your wife. Was that was that it? Yeah, uh, it's kind of funny. Like I was in school, and you know there was um, there all these boards, cross dressers, SCs, you know BDSM. I was definitely like my focus, and because I had no one, I I was I was single up until my college years. And uh, I posted one day, just not expecting anything uh, on one of the boards. And someone reached out and said, hey, you know, come to Ohio. But I was dating my girlfriend, you know, my wife. And I was just like, move to Ohio or be with this girl who, who loves me or likes me a lot you know, this could potentially turn into something. And she, you know, my wife, she knew from the beginning, like almost three months from the beginning that I was a cross-dresser. She knew, she knew this. Um, so at that point, when I met my wife, that's why I consider that my, that, that path to a better life or a different life, as it were. I'm not going to call it better. Um, but you know, I seem to think so. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and tell us a little bit about your wife. So you came out about your cross dressing tour. Was it good? Was it bad? How did that go down? She, she was interested. She really thought it was interesting. Um, we played around a little bit. She, you know, she helped, you know, clothing a little bit here and there, but it, it's not something I brought out often because I was at school or at work and she was busy and we just had busy lives. And, you know, college, you're there almost 24 um, seven. And, you know, doing the job and work and wanting to focus on her, I just, you know, she knew, 
it was too much. <laughs> what does so, that mean? What does that mean? Too much? What, what? What do you mean? I don't know. It was just there was just a lot of things going on at that time, and I just had to make a decision with my life. Like, what do I want in life? Do I want to go down the path of I want to do this every day, or do I do I want to be with this person, this woman I I potentially want to have as a, a wife, and you know, do I do do I want to bring her into this part of my life that no one knows about? Um, I kind of went that direction with my wife, and it's been a struggle um, as of you know the last few years. Um, but you know, that's that's something I have to be able to communicate with her better rather than keeping it bottled up. And mm -hmm. that's that's why it's sometimes too much. I see. Can, can you tell us a little bit about the struggle? What are you struggling with or what is this struggle exactly? Um, well, no, I want her to, you know, say, hey, let's go out. You know, we don't have a lot of opportunities as parents to go out, but when we do, I, I want to do something rather than going to a, a Thai restaurant, which, you know, we love Thai, but we do Thai a lot. Why go to a Thai restaurant in the, in the immediate, like, vicinity of our house? So I, maybe I'm not communicating to her, and that's the struggle is, like, I'm not communicating, and she's not... Um, really reading my mind telepathically like I'm hoping for. Like some women kind of have a natural tendency to do. <laughs> so, so, I don't know. It's all crazy. I love her, <laughs> <it>, but... <laughs> so. so do you wish you went out more as Stephanie? Have you Are you public about Stephanie? Or you, have you gone out at all? Um, I've gone out a couple of times, but... It was way before we had a child, way before. Mm -hmm. um, am I out? Definitely not. Um, that's that's a decision I kind of struggle with, but I also have a child in a very conservative area that it may not be frowned upon, but I don't want to chance it. And so it, it's... It's hit. Well, I wouldn't say it's hidden away, but it's it's nicely stayed, you know, stowed away in my office. And then, you know, on the occasion when I'm by myself, then hey, you know, she gets to get come out. Stephanie comes out. And when does Stephanie come out? When do you decide that Stephanie gets to be Stephanie? Um, usually, when I'm in my office, it could be once or twice a week, or once every couple of months, just depending on the activity of what's going on, how I feel, what we're doing at the moment. There's a lot of factors that go into that. I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> do you wish you were Stephanie more? Do you like? Do you wish it was like a full time thing? Have you thought of that like transition, or is it kind of like you you know that kind of thing? I think I'd ha like to do it 
a little bit more often, but not a, a full full time transition type opportunity. It's just I like being a guy. I like going out, working in the yard. Um, man, I wouldn't say manicuring because there's no manicuring uh, a disaster. Uh, they're just fixing it. Uh, I just like being a guy, and I also like being feminine. I like being a lady at times. You know, if I could do it a little bit more often, you know, often with my wife, then hey, you know, why not? Mm-hmm. And how does your wife feel about your cross dressing now from where it started? <sighs> it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing. Like she she's Christian just like I am, but I think she's more so than than I am. Um she doesn't communicate to me what she feels um, well enough for me to understand personally. Um, what do you mean by that? She just doesn't communicate. She doesn't say anything. Once we, we, once we start talking about this, she'll start getting emotional and shut down. And at that point, uh, there's no getting past it. So I sat down too. Hmm. And, you know, I tried to push through it. And we've had a conversation just recently, like, listen, we're, we're in the same book, different chapters, we have to come together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where, when are you going to finally make a decision? And she was, I don't know. And I don't know. A decision on what? You said a decision. Like, on accepting. Acceptance. She loves me. She, uh, like, um, I belong to a group here in Atlanta, and um, they posted a link to a website that had women's clothes. I'm like, wow, this this is awesome. And they're all, they were all on sale. And um, I, I wanted to buy one because, you know, they were pretty cheap. And it wasn't um, going to be terribly expensive. Uh, so uh, I talked with her, and, and I always, even if it's a like a twenty or thirty dollar purchase for something like that, like women's clothes, I, I always talk it over with her, unless it's just something I don't want to deal with, and just go ahead and do it when she's out of town. Mm-hmm. I went to I went to her. I was like, "Hey, do you mind if I go ahead and get this?" She's like, "Yeah, go ahead." I was like, okay, that's, that's so mixed messages, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand her. She, she won't mm-hmm. communicate to me how she feels. But when I bring something up like that, she's like, sure. But you know, <laughs> yeah. That's so. That's that's where I'm at. I see. How and how have you approached the topic with her? I guess is my question with cross-dressing or gender identity. Um. Well, mostly I don't. I know my identity. Um. It. You know, I may like to dress up, but I know who I am, and so I'm fairly confident in that. Now, cross-dressing, on the other hand, it's a difficult topic because of the mixed messages or the lack of communication that we have. 
Um, I mean, do I, do I want to bring it up to her? Absolutely. Do I feel confident that she will sit there and listen and make a decision? Uh, I'm not confident in the, in that aspect, but so I have to just kind of sometimes force the conversation if I feel like I want really want to do something. And then she's like, okay, if you really want to do this, let's do this. Um, but on the other hand, if, if I'm not confident and if I really want to do it, that's where I guess I have issues. Hmm. So, And so when, when you do become Stephanie or do your Stephanie thing, what is your wife's role in that? Or does she participate at all? No. She, she, no. Um, I would love that to happen, but no. Mostly because, I don't know. I'm, I'm not ashamed. I'm just, is it something I want to share with her at that moment? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Do I feel comfortable? Would I would love to? Yes, but I'm such a mixed bag of uh, craziness that I don't don't really know how she would react. React to what? Uh, me dressing. Like, it's kind of funny. We we're going to do a little bit. We're gonna do Halloween, and I wanted to, you know, dress up. And she's like, "Okay." And then so I got a dress, but it didn't fit, and so I had to return it. And then I was talking to her, I was like, "Hey, I got this one," and I put it on for her. And I walked out, and she saw it. She's like, stunned, not because I'm not a gorgeous lady. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) She was stunned. She's like, "I've never seen that dress." I'm like, oh yeah, I've had it like two or three years. That's how like, that's how I kind of compartmentalize my life. Like, mm. she don't know about it until I bring it up. Is that a bad thing? Definitely. Sounds I like it. Disagree. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds I like definitely it. do not disagree with that. I just, it's, I, it's a lot of it's a lot to deal with. And I don't, I think it's because she is in a wheelchair right now. She has, um, some issues. Um, she has, so she's not able to look, project what she feels inside outside. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's part of the issue. But, but the other issue is, you know, her, her Christian background and, um, that's that's a harder fight, as it were, hmm. or a conversation for us to have than me trying to keep her feeling beautiful, because she is. She is a very beautiful woman. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do because, you know, sometimes guys don't have this. And... You know, I, I certainly don't. Um, I've kind of gotten used to this body in my face. So, 
and I'm not looking to change it anytime soon, drastically. But you know, women are different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, two things I want to bring up. So you say your wife is in a wheelchair. May I ask why? Yes. Uh, she has multiple sclerosis. Okay, that's what I figured. Okay. Um, and when did that happen? Um, actually, 2002, when we in the middle of dating. Oh, okay. But she's only been in a wheelchair for the past five years. Hmm. Okay. Um, and then you say she's Christian, correct? Yes. Does she have a support system at all? Women, men. She's tried to find one that understands the situation, but she hasn't. I don't know. I don't know that she has looked, but I don't know that she hasn't found one either. Which situation are you talking about? Um, finding a a group or a person to help her or a counselor to help her understand what's going on from a Christian standpoint, not just not uh, a psychologist or a therapist, but a, an actual Christian counselor. Regarding the situation of your cross-dressing? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But um, are you both devout, like, Christians? Like, you believe everything, Bible, that sort of thing? Or are you kind of back? Or I don't know what that's... I, I would say she's more devout than I am. Mm-hmm. I, I say that because uh, I, I've i gotten the brunt end of the stick for the first 10 years. I was here in high school, middle school, elementary. I was bullied constantly. Um, I trust you when I've gotten to know you. Until then, I, I don't trust you. Um, I see. I, I seem to trust you more than anyone than I have ever a stranger ever because I'm giving you my life story. And, cool. Thanks. But <laughs> I, after listening to the podcast, I just and and talking and chatting with everybody on Discord, I feel like I'm in the right place to do that. I so, think so too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I value your story, obviously, and I would love to share it with millions of hundreds of one person. I don't know. (laughs) Not a lot of people listen to the podcast, but I I like the self-deprecation. It's really fun. There's a ton Uh, of it. Yes. yes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the the most of the listeners are pretty much similar to you, right? Similar stories. And you've, you've heard them and you're like, oh, wow, that sounds a lot like me or that I can relate to that or yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Like I've tried to find a support group here in Atlanta, but that means driving into the middle of downtown Atlanta and I I don't want to drive into downtown Atlanta. Um, There's online groups, not many that, that don't charge you to join. And I'm not looking to spend money on something that may or may not help. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. This, this group you've created, this community you've created has, has, more than paid for itself it's mm. it's quite amazing yes yes you know and i'll, I'll talk to i talk to you maybe a little later but actually kirsten and i will be in atlanta in like three weeks so if you ever oh, want to wow. meet up if you want to meet up we would love to meet up with your wife too if you want to ever you know i would say that's perfect 
Oh, there you go. What's up, Cross Yas listener? It's me, Giselle, coming at you, wanting to ask you for your help. That's right, my desperate, broke ass needs your help, aka money. Now, you know I'm not too proud to beg. Really, I'm not too proud to beg. So I'm asking you if you could go to the crossyaspodcast.com website, scroll down, and on the sidebar, find the Ko-Fi website. Coffee? Ko-Fi? Who knows? Find the Ko-Fi website donation button and donate a measly $3, or more if you're feeling generous. I hope you are. It ain't free to run this place, podcast hosting, the website, technology, all that jazz. So your money would go a long way. So if you want to help support the podcast, well, consider donating today. By again going to the crossyaspodcast.com website, clicking on the Ko-Fi donation link, and do a one-time donation, or more if you're feeling generous, because, you know, I ain't mad. The more, the merrier. And, well, it'll be me who will be merrier. Anyways, thanks for listening, please send money, and back to the podcast. I, I, I don't know about you, but um, I guess, has your wife found resources? Like, I think she hasn't, right? For yes. being a significant other repression. Has she heard Gwen's episode two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago? No, she hasn't. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and the reason she hasn't is because I haven't introduced it to her. I should. And I was excited to hear from uh, another married couple. Um, and I don't know why I haven't shared it, honestly. You should. <laughs> because Gwen <laughs> is a great resource for someone like your wife who feels alone. Because Gwen talks about that too. And she shares her fears of what could possibly happen to her husband or significant other. Which, you know, they, they changed. And I think she would enjoy it. Have you heard the episode, though? Yes, episode? I've actually heard both. Um, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I try to keep up to date. Sometimes it's just not possible, but you're in a list of you're when I hear that you're coming out with a new I make sure I'm all caught up on everything else so I can listen to this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I, I beg you for you to share that episode, at least Gwen's episode with yeah. your wife. Just I know you, you don't have the greatest communication, but just offering even a third party or like a someone with a similar situation, I think she would be interested in that. And, yes. I, and, I, and, and then also if we meet and your wife has any questions for Kirsten, I think she would probably benefit from that because Kirsten also had a lot of fears and stuff and they didn't come true. But yeah. you know, the communication I think is very vital to a healthy relationship. And I think you both would benefit from some. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Gwen put out an email address that I got, and uh, I think I listened to you put it out at the beginning last mm-hmm. week. I think. Yeah, I can share it with you again. It's the oh my goodness, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then of course we're planning on going. We were getting ready for a vacation this last weekend, so I kind of got lost in the shuffle. But yes, I was planning on sharing that podcast. I just. I don't know where. <laughs> Just uh, text it to her now. Just message her the link and say, hey, babe, maybe you want to listen to this. I know yeah. it's hard, right? Because of the the years or the weeks that, the days that turn into weeks that turn into years of just 
poor communication, right? Yeah. Of just not being able to go over that hump of, of change, right? Because you're so used to not communicating well. So when you do communicate well, it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I've actually like, it, it's, it's, I don't know if anyone else has had the issue, but I know I have it. And, I, and I've seen a couple other people like you want to bring it out and show her. I want her to be a part of it. But on the other hand, you're afraid to open yourself up even that much more. She knows about this, but, and it's even harder for me, I guess, because of the issues. I don't know what those issues are that she has. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a, it's definitely a two way street. She mm-hmm. doesn't communicate and I, I try to, but I, I've got so many responsibilities that it, or stuff that I have going on that I'm doing that I'm working on that sure. I'm having to take care of that sometimes I just don't get that conversation started because sure. at the end of the day I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I would definitely be sharing it. And if we can work something out, that'd be great. Yeah. Because, you could send it to her now, Stephanie. You could, uh, tell yeah, her yeah. Right you could just tell her, like, hey, babe, listen to this real quick. I'm talking to this person. Please listen mm-hmm. to this. Just yeah. to start the ball rolling. Because you don't have to wait three weeks. You can do it now. No, no, no. no. I don't plan on waiting three weeks if that's going to okay. happen. If this is actually going to happen. You could you could do it now. I'll wait. Oh, I, got time. <laughs> I really do want you to start. Give me, because the last thing I want is for you to, like, wait too late. I mean, you know, yeah. there's never a perfect time. But, like, just do it now. I don't know. Yeah, because I think she would benefit it because once you can start a conversation, because then you you should figure out why is she crying, why is she shutting down. Like, if you do communicate, like one person has to be the person to say, okay, we need to talk about this, or hey, we need to kind of figure it out. Versus, let's just put it, you know, kick it the can down the road and then figure it out later. It's like, no, we should probably because then things fester and then things get worse and then you're like, oh my god, you've never told me this. Oh my god, I didn't know about this, and so it's like. You didn't. I didn't tell you, but now you know. How about we try and figure out what we go, where we go from here, right? Yeah, we're probably already there, unfortunately. That's okay, but we can fix it, right? You yes, can fix yes. it by dressing it today, and kind of figuring it out. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out. But you, she does have resources. Uh, yeah. She does have Gwen, uh, Kirsten, if she would love to meet, who she would love to meet in three weeks, wherever we are in. Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. if she has any questions for Kirsten, because well, I think uh, Maddie talked about it and we've talked about it on the podcast, like the best way to fix these things are to ask questions and mm-hmm. to bring awareness to it, right? Because once you don't see it, especially, you know, I'm not generalizing here, but for Christian people, they're not really seeing the cross-dressing in the Bible, right? <laughs> There's not a yeah, lot yeah. of like, and if there is, it's always like the, you know, men should not wear dresses or whatever yes. that fucking... Uh, passages but it's just like yes you can talk about that but like how about we talk to other people like Bella have you heard Bella's she's a she's yeah. a Pentecostal like priest and she's a crossdresser you're like oh that's interesting yeah. <laughs> like you know there's that di- dynamic to it too so I, I, I would just hope you would share Gwen's episode and even Steph's episode just because you could hear both sides and have your wife kind of start a conversation and I know she'll shut down but kind of I don't know not a marriage counselor, but maybe still communication, communicate, communicate to see, you know. Yeah. Um, I've 
I've reached out to Bella and I I don't know. I have a lot of time. I'm a procrastinator and I hate I hate that I'm a procrastinator. And That's why you share the episode now with Gwen. Do it, Stephanie. <laughs> I, I just I just did actually. So. Perfect. Thank goodness. And see what she says. And then hopefully yeah. you can start a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And don't shut down. Both of you, don't shut down. Please just try and <laughs> try and work through the shutting down. Just talk. I hope. I don't know. Yeah. And you have a kid too. You have a yes. child. So it's like this issue isn't gonna go away. Uh and my next question would have been, have you ever tried to purge Stephanie away? Has that ever been a thing? Um let's see if I remember correctly. Yes. Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't really think so we um so when i was living with my parents in high school i i had a steamer trunk that had everything in it it was it was locked away no one you know and at that point everything was kind of cool i'm sure they figured they they knew something was weird i mean i'm you're a teenage boy, for goodness sake. You're locked in your room for hours on end. What are you going to do? Right? Play video games, watch TV. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I've noted, I noted things that had been missing. They were, I thought, was well hidden. So I'm sure there was, hey, this thing is going on. Maybe we should say something. But then they'd never said anything, which... Thank goodness, I think. <laughs> but I, I don't really think so, just because, you know, as I've moved around from apartment to apartment, I've kind of had to pare stuff, pare it down so that I'm not carrying a lot of stuff. I don't, uh, I don't like, I'm not a hoarder, but I'm also very cognizant of, hey, we need to move. We need as little stuff as possible to carry with us. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I've had to essentially start from scratch. There's still stuff I have, that, some old stuff, but most, I have a couple dresses of a lot of underwear, a few other things that I've built up over the last I don't know, like year or so, being stuck at home in front of the computer. Things just, get ordered when people are not around so that it's, mm-hmm. there's no questions. There's no dad. This is what's, what are you doing with this? You know, I just, it's not something I want to, not a conversation I'm, I'm ready to have because I don't know how to broach it with my child. So that's very difficult. Mm-hmm. I don't even like, I know that a couple of us have children, but a lot of us also have older children, so I don't know how to. The, we'd be going talking about the same thing. I'm hiding it so that until we get older. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. And how old are how old is your kid? She is eight. Okay. She's and eight. does she know at all about Stephanie, or has she ever gathered questions, or like? Uh, no, she doesn't know about her. She doesn't. I haven't, I've tried to bring up the subject. We play video games, online video games. So I dress up in, as a girl and she's like, 
dad, you can't dress up as a girl. You're a boy. I'm like, why? It's just a video game. It's 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 off the moment you I need I want to switch it off. She's like, Dad, okay, whatever. I'm like, uh, do I want to have that conversation with her? Mm-hmm. I do. I really do. I just don't think eight is the best time right now is the best time there's never a good time you just have to come out and say it mm-hmm. but she's a chatty kathy she will tell everybody and their grandmother what she had and where she went this weekend doesn't matter who it is so it's you have to balance that kind of understanding with your child with the information you just don't want to tell just anybody um, I, I would love to just come out and just say, Hey, this is me to adults who don't know me, who don't know us, who don't know the situation, don't know anything because then I can just forget about them and, you know, forget what they, they've said or not done or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. on the other hand, I have a child who I said, chatty, we'll talk to anyone and everyone, friends you know, friends of friends and their parents and say everything she can think of to be to sound interesting. And if that comes out, that comes out. She's not doing it vindictively or on purpose. She's just doing it as a matter of, hey, this is what's going on with me. She's, all kids are selfish, I guess, to a point. <laughs> um, so it just doesn't get discussed. So do you, what are your, what are your fears, Stephanie, that other people find out? What is your concerns? Uh, I think currently right now is more what will happen to my little girl or how will it affect her? Because I think she would love me no matter what. I just think that other people might act around her, act differently around her maybe keep their kids away from her. And I don't want that to happen. She's an oil child. We have enough problems as it is. Being kept from her friends is not something I can I can stomach. You know, if that's because of me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if it's because of them, then that's something else. But if they were to do that because of who I am and what I do, that would just it would hurt my heart so much. It would, it would kill me. I think those concerns are valid. Are, and I don't live in the South though. Is that a, is that a common thing in the South? That like, uh, I, I think the further away from the city you get, it could potentially be. Um, most of the parents that I know, you know, that we're friends with are pretty chill. I, mm-hmm. We don't talk about anything controversial because we're all pretty much the same opinions. As long as you keep it to yourself, you don't have, I don't have any problems with you. Once it starts affecting my child or myself or my family, then we have problems. I think that's more my area than the whole South. You just, with the South, you just have to be very careful where you are. Um, Atlanta's pretty good about being okay with it. 
That sucks because we're going to Atlanta, so I guess. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> oh, for that. It just depends on what part of town. Like if you're in, I, I can only assume it's going to be Decatur, that area. Yeah, I think it's uh, the, uh, fuck, where is that? I know there's an old Navy there. Like there's, <laughs> uh, it's where the, there's a W hotel, I think is where it's somewhere near there or something. Oh, it's probably like, yeah, um, it's like new something, new town. I don't know. Is that, is that something? I don't know. I'll let you know when we're there, but yeah, we yeah, are yeah. going to, but I, I do have a friend in Snellville, so we're going to drive out there. Okay. Um, Snellville which is pretty if, far out. Yeah. I'm sure they're more accepting at, out of their area. You just have to be careful what area you're going into. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. want to say all of the South is horrible. The South is pretty accepting as long as you don't bother people. Don't try to shove it in their faces. And that's what I'm trying not to do is not shove it in their faces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my, it, my thing is, if for you, you say that your friends you hang around don't really care, right? Like they're really chill. What makes you think your cross-dressing, I guess, or your transness would affect that? Um, I don't know. I think, I think not understanding what it is that I do. And and I think that's, you know, almost universal really like, Oh, are you in your, you and your kinky sex jollies? I'm like, no, that's not it. I mean, we all know that's not it. People just see what they see on TV and sometimes it's, misconstrued, misunderstood, and twisted. TV does that a lot. I don't watch a lot of news because it gets twisted. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't want to... That, and I just hate seeing parents who are horrible to children because that's a lot of what we get. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's just misunderstandings of, of... who cross-dressers are in general. We're not some sex fiend. We're looking to be ourselves. I'm looking to be myself. And if you got to know me and understand me, you'd understand that. But they see that new picture of me and then immediately kind of freak out because they don't know. So. Okay. So then how do you fix that? How would you try and find a solution for that i don't know i definitely trying to you know like a couple well i don't know i don't know how i'd fix that i mean i would just tell them i am who i am i'm just because i'm wearing a dress doesn't mean i'm any different Mm -hmm. i may act a little slightly different but i'm i'm no one different yeah so in theory if somebody asked like oh so you cross us what is that and then you explain that Exactly. What in, in theory? Yeah. Well, be fine? I would be like, hey, I, I cross dress. I, I, I don't do anything different. I'm still the person you know under what you want to call a costume, yeah. what I call a dress. You know, you don't have to act weird. You just have to accept it. If you don't, then I'm not going to force you to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so, again, in theory, <laughs> in theory. If, if somebody was like, who didn't accept that, right? Would you be yeah. friends with them? Uh, I don't know. We're, we're, I don't we're know. We're talking I friends, would, not family, yeah, yeah. friends. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I actually have a friend that he's 
I don't know. I always try to fill out their opinions first before I sure. bring like, anything mm-hmm. up because if I don't know any what they're thinking or where they're they're at, then this isn't going to help me become friends. I don't have many friends. I have like four or five guys that I'm friends with. Five. As a dad, you 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 do a lot of. You're at work. You you're friends with your coworkers, but as soon as you hit that door, you're you're not my friend. You know, you're just a coworker. Um, I would. I'm always of the opinion: get to know them first, and then you know start bringing that stuff up, and you know getting there, get, getting the feel of the land before you, you know, decide to bring it up. And if if it's brought up beforehand, manage the fallout. And if there is, I, I worked in a very, I worked in IT. It was very conservative, and I had a friend. She worked. She she was a coworker, but she worked in Austin, and. Uh, one year, I dressed up as uh, Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Nice. And all my friends, well, all the people that I went to the party with and my wife, who reluctantly let me do this, uh, they all loved it. They're like, oh, my gosh, he wins. I heard a couple comments that I was just like, do we need to talk? And they're like, they're off doing something else after I turned my head. And anyways, I, I shared the picture with this young lady in Austin and she's like, oh my God, I love it. But she's Christian. I mean, we work together, but we didn't have to work together. So I didn't, I didn't really get a feel of how she, how she felt or what she felt. So, you know, I would love to have explored that a little bit more, you know, just get, getting, getting on friendlier terms. But mm-hmm. when you work in Atlanta and, and they work in Austin, it's it's not easy. <laughs> right, um, right. Anyways, conservative IT, you don't share that that self part of yourself with your work, even though the company I worked for was very very you know included LGBTQ community into many aspects of the you know corporate employees work. I mean, they had Slack channels, they had events, like I like it, how do I, you know, ease my way into this? Because I don't, because one, I, I wasn't an employee, I was a contractor. And two, it's just some of the, uh, some of the opinions being voiced, I was just like, you know, you and I both need to agree to disagree. So friendships, hmm. and I, I just try to feel them out. I went off. Yeah. No, I get it. No, no, I get it. I mean, I love Ariel. That's a great costume, by the way. I love Halloween. What's up, Crossy Yas listener? It's your host, Giselle, again, and I'm here to tell you about the Patreon. Patreon is a way where you, the Crossy Yas listener, can get bonus extra content to enjoy. The Cross Yas podcast Patreon is separated by three tiers, Basic Queen, Yas Queens, and Yas Queens Sing, which allows you to get digital art, bonus episodes, and even an empowerment song from my wife, Kirsten, or all the above. To find out more, check out the Cross Yas podcast.com website and click on our Patreon links, which are located on the sidebar. Or you can go directly to patreon.com forward slash Cross Yas and find it there. If you love the regular free content you're listening to now, but are aching for more, check out our Patreon. 
which again can easily be accessed on our CrossYas podcast.com website or again, patreon.com forward slash CrossYas. Sorry for repeating myself, but you know, repetition. <laughs> Anyways, thanks. And back to the podcast. I mean, it just sounds like you you need support, right? You, your wife, need support. And the pot and the Discord's there, which is great. The podcast is here for people to, you know, listen to and try and also gather information or whatnot. It just sounds like you want to do it more. Uh, the South sounds like a place that would be somewhat except maybe Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. It's just for me, again, I'm a podcast that says yes to everything, right? Like, come out, yes. yeah, do all that stuff. And in theory, it works. <laughs> uh, the majority of the time it has, I haven't had any bad experiences or people. It just sounds like a lot of fear, right? A lot of the fear is, it sounds, it's resonant is what you're kind of just telling me, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want yeah. my daughter to feel uh, ostracized. I don't want, and then I, I'm thinking that it, I doubt she would, <laughs> Because you're not doing anything that's bad, yeah. I guess, right? Like you're not, I don't think anyone associates cross-dressers with like child molesters anymore. Maybe that no. was a thing back then or the, the pervs in the bathroom, right? Like that was a thing for whatever. Like guys can't use women's bathrooms because guys are going to, whatever, some bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> well, you, it, would, uh, you would be surprised that even in the, in the city, you still have you still have a lot of that. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not a ton of it, but it's it's there. And again, you have to know where you are at before you do anything, because right, right, you just don't know. And and a lot of a lot of fears are you know based on the unknown, right? Anx- yeah. Anxiety is just fear of the unknown. Like we don't know what what could possibly happen. But I think, like, I want to ask, like, how do you fix this? And you talked about just telling them. It's like, yeah, I think that's where it goes. It's just like, hey, I'm going to communicate. Like, hey, I don't, I don't actually like doing this. When your coworker was like, so do we have to talk? And it's just like, no, we don't. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine as is. It's cool. Like Claire last week, right? Claire in her episode, yeah. she was just like, no, I just, it's like wearing a dress. That's it. Like, you just. Basically, that's that's all you had to say, right? Yeah, and if you yeah. want to transition, just be like, yeah, sometimes I, I'm thinking about transitioning. And that's it. Like, you're not leaving anything to the open, right? You're not leaving things up for fucking interpretation. You're just telling it as it is. And that's it. You're communicating your feelings. You're communicating how you, what you perceive for the now. And that's where we are. And if it changes, then you can communicate it that way. That's why if, like, when people tell me, oh, I'm afraid for my kid, and it's like, okay, yeah, those are valid concerns. But then let's address it. Like, what makes you think that? Or... Like where the, where are these thoughts that come to your mind where you don't these families are raising their other kids to think that crossdressers or trans people or anyone for that matter is you know the devil right yeah <laughs> or out there. yeah that's why us yeah I've always kept it to myself so I've never felt I mean sometimes I want to share but sometimes I I don't because it's just it's mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that. If I share it with someone, I expect, I, I don't know what to expect. And I don't want to, <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to put that burden on them. You know, sure. they, I, 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 it's not a burden. It's something that helps. You know, I'm thinking of sharing yeah. it with 
a friend of our family and then seeing where things go. But I don't... Are you, you're only out to your wife and me, I guess, in the um, podcast? I would say probably three or four other people. Okay. I have an old high school friend that I'm, I guess I'm out to, I think. I know I shared, I shared a picture of myself in a new dress, that dress that I showed my wife. And she's like, oh my God, I love it. Go, go out. I'm like, I, I'm, I'm lazy. I don't want to go out, but I do at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I have another friend who she's into the Lolita scene here in Atlanta. And yeah, I love her. that scene. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was into it in 2000 and I didn't really know it was still a thing up until like 2012. Still a thing. Came, still a thing. Still a yeah. thing. She came in. It was the first day. Uh, I went back to school for development. And so I come back in and the first day and she comes in her Lolita outfit. I'm like, oh my God. If I weren't married right now, I'd be asking you out on a date. I was already married. I was like, still, this is pretty, that's very beautiful. Um, and so I made it, made it a, a point to, you know, say, hey, and make friends with her. And she knows, she definitely knows about it. But we haven't talked in a while because, you know, life and stuff like that. So. Yeah, things change. Things happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what do you want to do with Stephanie moving forward? Then, I would honestly love to maybe go out to dinner every once in a while. That's all. Just dinner. Uh, maybe hang out at a, at, you know, a nice restaurant and or a restaurant with a bar and just hang out with my wife. Yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't want to go dancing. I don't like to dance. It's difficult because she is in a wheelchair and it's almost, I wouldn't say it's impossible, but it's, mm-hmm. it's hard for her. Yeah. Just chill. Yeah. And have you told your wife that, that you don't need to go out all the time? Just maybe yes. once in a while? Yes. <laughs> and yes. What is and she uh, she's still like, I don't know what to say. Just won't communicate. Won't say anything. So. Have you two seeked like marriage counseling or anything like that? I don't. No, we haven't. I mean, we've talked. I don't think we've never talked about it because I. I mean, when you talk about marriage counseling, I. I see it as where there's something wrong between just the two of us. Um, mm-hmm. There's something more than just this going on. And I, I'm not saying that there isn't, but we seem to be in communication about everything else, everything else except for this. Um, mm. I would love to maybe find a counselor, but I don't know even... I don't even know where to start, honestly. I mean, you can Google one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's how place to start. Yeah, marriage yeah. counseling near me, right? Yeah, and but I don't know what would be her answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure she would say yes, but 
we, you know, money is always a factor in everything everyone sure. does. Sure. Um, so that may be a factor, but and it may not. But I know specifically that if we look for a marriage counselor, she's going to want a specific Christian-based counselor, and that's not really where I want to go because I don't, yeah, don't believe. Go there. Don't go there. Mm-mm. Don't go there. <laughs> not, not that it it wouldn't hurt. For sorry, if that seems wrong, but I, I if anyone's listening, is like, why would they? Just because if you're going to base it on a religion, yeah, with with gender, oh, that could be dicey. It could be dicey. You would want an impartial person. To me, sorry, that's yeah, just yeah. me. An impartial person who isn't inflicting religion on a topic like that. Yeah. That's just me. That's just me. Sorry. No, You're right. I'm, Sorry, go on, go on. I'm right there with you. I just don't feel that a, while we might get a good foundation from a Christian counselor, that's not the foundation I believe we need to talk about. It's something else. It's my right. pastor saying. Right. Right. And they're going to always, <laughs> they're going to sit. They're not going to damn me to hell, but it's going to feel like it because, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? I, I don't feel like this is working. I don't, I don't think this would work personally. Hmm. Have you seeked a gender therapist, Stephanie? No. That would help, I think, you and uh, maybe a marriage counselor that could find some gender issues because that would help too. Religion uh, could be dicey. Potentially, yeah. I see. Not saying it would, but it has a potential to, like you said, put you on a weird damn to hell. Potentially, I don't know. About yeah, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> That's if, if we were a fundamentalist, then yes, um, I think that would happen. <laughs> and I would have to rethink my whole religion if that were the case. But um, I had a pretty good foundation growing up, and it's just this. The church we're going to now is a great church. I know That's I'm good. learning a lot about my faith and my path in life. It's hard to talk about this without um, without knowing fully what she's thinking, how she's thinking, why she's thinking, what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. If she ever wants to be on the podcast, let me know. I would just love to talk to her. That's all. Yeah. If she's if she'd ever be interested, because if she has questions. I would love to talk to her. I mean, I could try my best to answer them. If you both want to do a three-way, just so you could talk to one another with me as an impartial guest, <laughs> I'd love. That to would like, probably be the better listen. option. Yes, if she if she were up for it, and I'd have to talk yeah. to her. Please, you need to talk more in general about yes. If everything except your gender or your cross-dressing is like talked about, but not this, I think you have a you need a, you have a problem. <laughs> Yeah. Because then if it's creating the divide or something that's creating just like a just separating you two, like it's it's an issue I, to me. Like, yeah. it, how can you talk about everything but not this? Then there means there's something holding back, if, especially if she's crying or breaking down and shutting off before you can even talk about this. There's something there. Yeah. I think. I mean, uh, I think we've we've been going through this for the past uh 10 years since 15 years? i wouldn't say Oof. 15 well of shutting um, not of shutting down and shutting no off. just just not talking about this mm. the shutting down is kind of 
maybe the last few years just because mm. it's emotion it's probably emotionally she's emotionally charged when it comes to this conversation and i'm just i'm trying mm. not to ruin what we already have sure i'm just trying to kind of help her along as best i can and i'm not any help because i'm i don't project my feelings at all i don't communicate my feelings i barely communicate my feelings to myself uh <laughs> <laughs> that's not great you need to you need to do a little more <laughs> yes um it's just being very careful of how i go about this kind of the conversation i thought about bringing it up and you know since we are going on a vacation later this month and i'm just like hey you know what about you, what do you think about doing this but every time i get that conversation think about it, I have a third party with me and I'm just like, no, that's not, I mean, I can talk around the subject and make it as vague as possible, but that's, it's not straight out. You know, this is what I want to do. I want you to be a part of this. Can we do this? And um, it, it just doesn't occur because if, if it's, if, yeah, it just doesn't occur. Hmm. Interesting. I do hope you, it does occur. <laughs> I do hope yeah, you yeah, yeah. end up chatting it up. Um, Cause yeah, I, I would just, I would just hate that it causes more of a divide between you two. The one thing I think after listening and knowing that Gwen was going to be interviewed, I, I started thinking about it. Do I need, do I want to share this with her? Do I share do I want to share something that I've kind of kept to myself that I'm trying to get through? Do I share it with my wife? And while she has that podcast right now, will she listen to it? Will I have to go like tonight? Well, I might be able to talk to her tonight about it, but it'll be after It'll be tomorrow, most likely, when we can discuss it and we're on our own. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I don't, we don't, I guess (laughs) we're those parents who don't want our child to see us yelling at each other. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) uh, It's just, it's, we're on the same page. We're just, as we said, in different paragraphs. And, we have to somehow communicate feelings that we aren't able to communicate in a situation that we both under- can finally understand each other. It's just getting to that conversation is it's hard, mm-hmm. it's stressful, um, and coming away better and more enlightened about each other. Because I really... I agree with you. the The more we communicate, can communicate, the better we will be as a couple, mm-hmm. as uh, as people, and as parents, so we can navigate, you know, going forward with uh, my little girl, our little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was so happy that we we found out that we had a little girl that, uh, my wife was convinced it was going to be a boy. 
we went to take the ultrasound and she we found out it was a girl i was like i was so super pumped i'm happy that i have a girl something i can share with you know like pretty things i want to share with her those you know pretty stuff but she's got me in a particular role as the dad as a boy i don't want her to see me as just a boy i want it i love it because you know we do boy stuff and she's a she's rambunctious but i also want her to know that i can do the pretty things with her you know i want to do the pretty things with her i, I, I you know i don't want to be her mother i want to be her friend you know but i think that's going to have to wait until she's a little bit older to really understand the situation and to not just blab it because if she can keep it to herself then then we've got a pretty uh tight group uh, mm. or tight bond at that point that sounds wrong i'm sure but <laughs> <laughs> i mean you can i mean to me you can introduce like concepts to her she's a yeah. she's a she's eight but she can understand concepts like hey yeah. some boys like wearing this hey some boys like this hey some girls do that some girls do that where it's like, you know, traditional roles can be taught, right? Like you can, you can teach that, but you can also like change their minds and say like, Hey, there is like, if she asks the questions like, Hey, some, can some boys do this? And you can say, yes, some yes. boys do this or some girls do that. And it can, it can, it's a mind fuck to some adults. They're like, what the fuck that you can do that to a child. Like, yes, you can, child's are minds are super you know, malleable. Yes. You can change their, their way of thinking. You don't have to wait till she's 40 and be like, Hey, well, yeah, exactly. Like what bothers me is that we try to we try to raise our girls to know that they can do everything boys can do. What about the opposite? What about girl, right. boys doing what girls can do? You know, I totally understand the 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 physics and the science behind what boys can and cannot do that girls can do. But you know, boys can draw. You know, creatively girl stuff. Um, yeah. and boys can sew. Boys can do girl traditionally girl stuff but we don't do that we we look down upon that and that it's frustrating because you know as you know as we all know cross-dressing is it messes with our heads as we grow up and when we get to a point we're either shamed so ashamed of it we shut it away we keep it away and then eventually it comes back and I like destroy I wouldn't say it destroys, but messes with your your set life and what have you done instead of communicating these issues from the beginning? Mm-hmm. You know? Um I I knew going into with my girlfriend, my wife, that if I didn't tell her that I'd end up like my parents, you know, hate, I wouldn't call them hateful towards each towards each other. But they they need to have long ago since divorced. Um, but traditional Catholicism teaches them, you know, you can't. So I did not want to be that type of couple. I wanted her to know that I'm upfront. I'm honest. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna do childish. I didn't want to become like my dad, who was a child, even as a seventy year old man right now Mm -hmm. um 
I don't want to be like that. I want to be your friend, your husband, your partner. Right. You know, even though I dress, I'm still your partner. I'm your husband. I'm someone else you can talk to. But, you know, she she got that message. And then <laughs> decided, you know, things were going to be different a little bit, you know, later on. But I, I, it's just a matter of communicating. I know this. I mean, this. Yeah. You're giving yourself like the best advice. You're just not taking it, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, should communicate. And then you don't communicate. You're like, well, what the hell? Stephanie, geez, yes. just, Oh, no, trust me. Fuck. I'm a very good advice giver, just not an advice taker. I know. Well, I mean, I'll do whatever you need to, Stephanie. If you want your wife to be on one of these, I would love to like just have a three-way conversation with both of you just to talk. Like, Yeah. That's really all it takes is just communicate and constantly communicate. Don't communicate once and then think that was it. Like, no, you have yeah. to keep communicating because things change and, you know, there's needs that need to be met and you've got to get to that. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I just have to take my own advice and communicate. Find time. Yes. Make time now. Like, don't inter- don't don't be on this interview and then not do anything. Like, after this, just go talk to your wife and say, hey, yeah, we should chat. And it's going to be hard for both of you. I know she'll run away or break down. But fight through the tears. Um, communicate. Say what's up. I mean, that's what Gwen was saying, right? Gwen said that... Uh-huh. She just constantly talked to her. Communication is the the key to, you know, figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> and and a little self awareness too. Like figure out what you need, right? So you can communicate that effectively. And her too. Uh, your wife tries communicate or yeah. Figure out what she needs for herself. Yeah. Um. So you both can come together and you know, like you said, be good people, be good parents, just be the better versions of yourself. I guess. Yeah. You know. So true. Please take the advice, though, Stephanie, please. <laughs> it's like so true. Yeah, so true. And you don't do anything. It's like, come I mean, on. <laughs> I, I do have uh, a really poor short-term memory, um, but you've caught it on tape, so I can't forget it. It's going to be played every time. You should refer to this episode every time it comes out. Like, I mean, every time you're just like freaking out, like, okay, all right. And then if your wife ever came on the podcast, she could listen to herself and then actually kind of understand her. And she has any yeah. questions. I mean, she could ask. I know if she doesn't, it always helps to have a third party who's neutral and just wants to kind of just talk and will yes. be like non-judgmental, I guess. If she needs that for me, I will try my best. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you will. Uh, no, I mean, thanks. Definitely. All right. Oh. No worries. And you know, we'll be there in three weeks. So if you need a meetup yeah. and she needs someone to talk to, if she needs like a, to meet a wife of a crossdresser or, you know, she can meet Kirsten and then just ask her questions. Yeah. I'll have to have a really lengthy conversation before we do that. Um, yeah, but yeah, just you. Um, yeah. I would love, love to meet you guys. Yeah. Um, let me meet your daughter. You have three weeks, so you better be like prepping her for this. If she wants, (laughs) I mean, uh, it's tough. I mean, it's just like, oh, it's like slammed in her face. But you're telling me you've waited 15 years to finally address it? Like, okay, that's a little bit long. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. to just hide it and then not deal with it. It's like, well, how old are you, Stephanie? Uh, I'm 
almost 45. And your wife is around the same age? She's just uh, eight months younger. Yeah. So you've waited since you were 30 to uh, really address this. And what better time than now, right? Exactly. <laughs> because you can't wait another 10, 15 years and then live your life. Because you've missed 10 or 15 years of being Stephanie you know, out. Like you see the people on the podcast or on the Discord yeah. that you're just like, what the fuck? I could have done that 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yeah. You should be living your best life. And you can still do it as parents. We have multiple parents on the Discord who yeah. are still being themselves and going out and doing, you know, and their significant others are, I mean, happy. I mean, you know, like yeah. it's possible. You just don't see it, I don't think, for both of you. But you have to talk to one another. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of yeahs there, Stephanie. Not a lot of uh, answering. All right. So, girl, you know, I always end with the final question of a perfect world of cross-dressing sexuality and gender. What does that look like to you? Just being okay with cross-dressers and trans, you know, just being okay with people who want to be someone different, something different. I don't, you can be, I just want you to be okay with it. I don't have I don't need you to accept me if you don't want to, but just just be okay with it. And then if you want, you can move on. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hope you talk to your wife, Stephanie, um, please. And if again, three weeks, let me know. Uh, oh. We can do something. And uh, you have any uh, last final things? Do you have your, uh, are you so, uh, publicly social? Do you have anything on Instagram or anything? Uh, no, it's all straight up like, I don't even, I, I rarely post on Instagram and I rarely post on Facebook. I'll edit this girl. I'll send you this through your, your email. Let me know what you think. Um, and in three weeks, hopefully we'll uh, meet up and we can meet yeah, your wife. Definitely. Please talk to her, please. Tell yes, her Gwen's episode yes. and maybe we yes. can figure something out. If she has any questions, she can reach out to me or even uh, Gwen. So. Yeah, yeah, Anyways. yeah. No, right, I really, one last yeah. thing. I really yeah. do appreciate this. This this podcast has meant a lot to me. It's better than anyone out there. I saw that list that you shared of other podcasts. And I'm like, if you're not listening to the Cross Yes podcast, you're not getting good information. In it's, my true. Opinion. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, well, I, thank you, girl. I, thank you so much. Definitely. I'll talk to you later then. All right. Are you going to be okay? Do you want to say anything else? Anything else you want to say? Uh, we love no, you so no, much. No, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, say hi to your wife. Talk to her more about this. And say hi to your daughter. She sounds amazing and fun. And you raised a good one. So yeah. talk to her, too, about this. Introduce yeah. the ideas. Even slowly, like, hey, some boys dress as girls sometimes. And they're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And they like it. And it's okay. And it'll, yes. it'll blow her mind, too. And you're like, oh. Yes. Just so that don't and don't wait till she's fifteen and they'll be like, Well, you told me, you know, and you're like, Well Yeah. You know. So All right. Well, on, I don't plan on waiting that long. Please. I hope you don't. And you better not I better not hear from you saying, oh, I didn't tell my wife. Like, God, come on, really? <laughs> Jeez. All right, girl. Well okay. have a good one and have a great day. Love you. you too. See ya. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. And finally, the miscellany. Yes! And that was my curious conversation with Stephanie O, a.k.a. The Other Stephanie, which you can find on our Cross Yas Confidential Discord. I'm so glad I was able to converse with Stephanie, record, and broadcast to the masses, all four of you who are listening. 
You've stuck with me through it all, and I'm happy to have you four listeners. Huh, <laughs> just kidding. We obviously know it's at least double that, like eight. <laughs> but seriously, I'm grateful for Stephanie and her kind words saying how much she loved the podcast and getting this curious conversation recorded because it was not just a treat for me, but for you, the cross yas listener as well. Stephanie was vulnerable, honest, and offered us all a glimpse into her life, which reminded me that relationships are a lot of work, especially for those who have a tough time grappling with gender issues. And there's not necessarily an easy fix to things, but if your relationship is worth it, you put the work in. Relationships aren't easy, people, and none more true than the relationship you have with your significant other. So, I don't know, I still agree that you should keep an open line of communication because if you don't have the support of your significant other, you'll feel isolated and alone, and nobody wants that. So talk to your significant other, keep an open line of communication, and if they don't want to, well, perhaps go to therapy or something. I don't know. Try something. If you're not talking to your significant other, or they're not talking to you, well, are you both really that significant to one another? Or are you both content with calling each other, well, just other? Ooh, just thought of that. You like that, huh? It's pretty good. I feel bad, though, as as a host when I was talking to Stephanie and hearing the conversation again, because I felt that I got kind of pushy and preachy there, trying to tell Stephanie what to do. And that's probably what I'm doing here. But realize that it's the last thing I want to do with this podcast, because honestly, I don't know shit. So I apologize to Stephanie if I came off that way. It truly wasn't my intention. I don't know what's best for couples or for anyone for that matter. I just personally know that it fucking sucks not being able to keep an open line of communication with your significant other, especially when it's something you can't change, like your gender identity. Like, keeping things hidden from your spouse or significant other and having that stupid feeling of, oh, they don't know how I feel, or they'll just never understand, so I'm just going to do my own thing and hide it or keep it buried deep down inside. Like, yeah, that's almost always the wrong way to go about it. But perhaps that's just me, A few of the cross yas listener felt like I was too pushy or maybe you thought the opposite and thought I wasn't pushy enough or you just want to talk to me. You know, go ahead and reach out. Also, if you enjoyed Stephanie O's story and you, yes, you, the cross yas listener, want to tell me your own personal story, you know how to get a hold of me. Email me Giselle at crossyaspodcast.com, DM me on Instagram at crossyaspodcast, or chat me up on our cross yas confidential discord. But that's all for this week's episode. Remember, when it comes to your cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender, no one cares. Well, as much as you do. So do whatever you want, wear whatever you want, and be whoever you want, within reason. Because as long as you're not hurting anyone with your cross-dressing, sexuality, and or gender presentation, why does it matter? Live your life to the fullest, authentically, and on your terms. Because life's way too short to not be yourself. So be kind to yourself and one another and just keep on being the badass that you are. I hope you, the Cross Yas listener, realize that you are loved by me and this podcast, so please let me know what you need so I can help you succeed. And another friendly reminder, if you enjoyed what you heard this week, remember to share the episode and the Cross Yas podcast with someone else because if you found any of what you just heard helpful, imagine what it can do for someone else. Happy Halloween, everyone, and until next time, as always, keep it fresh, stay blessed, and remember, you're gorgeous! Again, guys, I'm not here to diagnose or treat anything, I'm just here to share my story. Have others come on the podcast to share their story? 
to help you learn about the world of cross-dressing, sexuality, and gender a bit more.